Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. All right, Matt Eumann's Vinny Mayulo here. My guys in the Desert Hour number two from the South Point Sportsbook. And Vinny, the man, you were on the edge of your seat for weeks. It's finally out. The college football AP top 25 poll. And we have a graphic for you uh, with the teams and the accompanying uh, championship odds here via DraftKings. It's going to stun a lot of people, but the top four teams in the poll, Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, and Ohio State. Shocker. Yeah. Well, Alabama 5-2, to two, Oklahoma uh, plus 750. Clemson, the number three team at about 4-1. to one. Ohio State at 5 or 6-1 to one right there, 11-2. to two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia, the number five team at 6-1. to one. When you look at this poll... Any uh, any teams you think, and with the odds there, kind of guide you a little bit. But any, any teams you think are maybe a little overrated or a little underrated in the preseason top twenty-five? Well, I know everybody's high on Iowa State, uh, but at thirty to one, I think you could probably want to get a, a better price on them. Notre Dame, Matt, I think at nine, and and this is why. And this is not a a, a critique uh, or, or judgment of the poll, but the the reality is this. Polls don't determine prices from our side of the counter right. because you're going to see teams that are favored lower, that are lower, okay, that are are going to be favored uh, in in games. And uh, you know, people say, "Oh, how can that be?" Or you, you hear on the that that was an upset. I, I can tell you right now, no, there there are more there are more of those quote unquote. That's oh, a huge upset. Man, I don't want to that are not so. Um, but I think uh, Utah. What I say, Utah is a hundred to one there, man. I know you're high on Utah. Um, you can find Utah at around two hundred to one in some spots. So, I think the, yeah, that's one. See, I that's might, a play. I might take a shot with in my opinion. Yeah. Um, LSU at forty to one. I think even though they're getting uh, some play in that first week against uh, that first game against. Uh, UCLA so far, uh, which I think will change. I think it'll be UCLA. Not a, LSU is not a championship. But, but uh, forty to one on on LSU, uh, uh, you know. Save and again, money. we've got them similar prices, but that's also a product of money. My, mm-hmm. And I'm, you're asking my personal opinion why I think there's value with those right. numbers. I don't, uh, to be right. uh, to be I honest either. with you. I had uh, a friend text me this morning and ask, uh, "What do you think about Oklahoma eight to one?" I said, "Why don't play it? Why well, why play it?" Well, be, well, at eight to one, it's not bad. I mean, we're down to five to one, yeah. and I think Oklahoma. You got the leading candidate for the Heisman, Oklahoma, given their schedule. 
Um, if you parlayed them or if you rolled the money lines it, over every week, it, what would you get you're going to be a lot better. Okay, then do yeah. that. Okay, are you going to do that? You're going to be disciplined uh, enough to do that, or after game I'm five, you're going to be six. But okay. uh, that's why I tell him, don't yeah. take the eight to one. If you really like Oklahoma and you believe it, then do it that way. It's interesting you say that, and that's an absolutely true point. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is, anybody that does that, Matt, and after, like I said, when they yeah. get through game six, they're going, oh, look at all this money oh, I've got. Why? I, why, I, why, I, why I completely understand. Right? That. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just it's a good point. Fair point. And he tries to. Well, there's value at eight to one. I said, no, that's not value. That's because if you rolled it over, if you really want value, then roll it over. Stick to your plan and roll it over every week, yeah, you and go. then you're going to get value. But eight to one's not value in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, you, you got to be, you got to get through Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia. You got to get through a lot for Oklahoma to even get there. And mm-hmm. I'm not a big believer in Spencer Rattler, the quarterback, right now. Anyway, I'm a believer in Lincoln Riley as a coach. Yep. Uh, but. That's just not enough. Uh, eight to one's not enough for me to uh, to play Oklahoma. You throw twelve to one out there, I'll think about it. But I don't think you're going to give us twelve to one, Vinny. You are exactly right, Matt. You're you're not going to you're not going to get better than uh, than five right now here, based on <laughs> what was already played at eight, seven, and six. Hey, let's take a quick look at these NFL preseason week two line moves. Um, very interesting what's happened here this morning. And uh, I was sitting at my computer working early this morning, and I said, man, I hope this Raiders-Rams number opens at less than a field goal. I'm going to jump on the Raiders in this game. And uh, it opened Raiders minus one. Yeah. Before I could blink, it was gone. I, I couldn't get a bet down. And right now it's all the way up to seven. Where did the South Point open this uh, Raiders at Rams week two preseason game? Matt, we opened it high. Five and a half. And that was uh, that was when the market started to move up. Eleven thirty, eleven thirty this morning, okay. Matt. Um, and uh, you know, again, if for preseason, not you know, don't race to get uh, get things up uh, right away. And first, uh, you know, you're paying attention to market. You make a number, but I thought we opened it five. We were anticipating how the market was going. We're up to seven. Yeah. We're up to seven now. We opened it. Uh, we opened high. And it's, Look at uh, these other moves, by the way. Minus. Bills at Bears. Open Bills minus one. Now Bears minus four and a half. Broncos at Seahawks. Open Broncos minus one. Now six. And Jets at Packers. Open Packers minus three and a half. Favorite has flipped to Jets minus one and a half. V-SIN, the Sports Betting Network. Humans, Vinny Maiulo here at the South Point. My guys in the desert on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and Smoking Dave Coke can join us in a few minutes to talk uh, baseball. Vinny, uh, let's kick it off here, though, with NFL preseason week number two. And right here at home, the Raiders and the Rams are going to play in L.A. this weekend. They're going to have joint practices mm-hmm. in L.A. And uh, they'll probably see Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, a lot more in those practices. You're not going to see Stafford at all in the game. You probably will see Derek Carr in the game on Saturday. And uh, why is that important? Because a couple of books this morning opened the Raiders minus one against the Rams in this uh, second preseason game. And it currently is Raiders minus seven in the market. So a six-point move right off the bat on this Raiders-Rams game this week. And we've seen uh, moves in some other games. Bills-Bears has moved five and a half points in favor of the Bears. Broncos at Seahawks moved five points in favor of the Broncos. And Packers-Jets, a favorite flip here of uh, a move of five points from Packers three and a half to Jets minus one and a half. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, I don't believe, is going to play at all in the preseason. I don't think so, man. And uh, Jordan Love suffered a shoulder injury Mm -hmm. in week one. And Love played pretty well for the most part, but he might not play here. And that put makes the Jets favorites with Zach Wilson the rookie from BYU getting the start for the Jets. So all four of these teams did win uh, in their first exhibition game, Matt, or preseason Bears, game. Bears, Raiders, Broncos, Jets. Yep. yep. And, um, you, you know, we, we, you, you had to figure you're going to see Carr this week, and we already knew that Stafford wasn't going to be – never, ever was going to see a snap. No, never. Right? As long as Sean, Sean McVay is coach. Is, ever. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. So you, you kind of knew that. Uh, but, uh, look – um, it'll be interesting to see who the Packers go with. I know that uh, they had some more guys in camp this week, and you know, with the, now Love was supposed to go for the better part of three quarters. Mm-hmm. 
yesterday, uh, uh, this past weekend, but uh, couldn't go because of the injury. So uh, we'll have to see just uh, just how uh, how things uh, progress there in Green Bay. But we're we're not going to see Aaron Rodgers either. Sure, Packers got to get on the phone with Blake Bortles. He might. He might. You never know, man. Right? <laughs> not that it's. Uh... That important what they do here in the preseason. But Jordan Love has a shoulder injury. He's not practicing today. And the Packers are going to work out some quarterbacks. And that's why the Jets are taking the money in that game. NFL preseason scoreboard through one week, including the Hall of Fame game, when the Steelers and the under uh, came in. The under trend now 14-3. and three. Wow. Uh, so... If you're uh, playing totals, look yeah. at low-scoring, ugly games. Not what we've had for the most part so far, Benny. And uh, unlike the regular season, you got a situation here with the totals where both professional betters and the general public uh, were uh, in concert with uh, with the unders uh, in uh, in week one of the preseason. Any games that were significant decisions for the books? How about the Buccaneers, six-point favorites, upset by the Bengals? Tom Brady played. But not much. One for two, nine yards. He yeah. took a sack. That wasn't a, Bucks were the biggest favorites, and they went down nineteen to fourteen. Yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't that big a big a decision, Matt? Um, you know, the uh, again we uh, we opened the game uh, uh, six and went to five and a half, so that really wasn't as big a decision. I'll give you the games real quick that went to the public's way. The Patriots on Thursday night went the public's way. The Broncos on Saturday, along with the Jets, we talked about the Jets a minute ago. They uh, they were they were bet as well as the Raiders. And uh, the uh, the Chargers, uh, the House, a uh, couple of decisions. Uh, we wound up. Uh, uh, we needed the Texans. Uh, they bet. The, they bet the Packers, even knowing that Rodgers wasn't going to go. Right. Uh, the biggest decision uh, that made up for all of them was the the Jaguars uh, game. Remember, we uh, we opened the uh, the Brownies four, closed the Jags as a four point favorite mm-hmm. in this game, an eight point swing, Matt, and that really uh, was our biggest decision. That's that made the, the only day. preseason bet I lost. I think I had seven bets and lost one. That was Jaguars plus three. Just because you get the best of the line doesn't mean you're going to get yeah. the, uh, to the window to catch That's the right. ticket. And the Jaguars, pretty disappointing. All right, let's bring in Dave Koken, professional handicapper, radio TV personality, smoking Dave Koken on with us. And uh, Dave, Vinny got a good laugh. I said, late in life, Dave Koken has found his calling as a golf handicapper. But you took a tough beat yesterday. Oh, yeah, I think this might have been – in some ways, the toughest beat I've ever had. Oh. Uh, because I had Roger Sloan at 150 to 1. Ooh. Ouch. And you get a guy to the playoffs at 150 to 1. I mean, there were six guys in the playoffs, so I knew my chances weren't great at that point by any means. But getting a guy to the playoffs at 150 to 1 and then him just missing a putt that would have won the tournament because Scott missed his, uh, that was tough. But yeah, that, that's it's part of life. Well, it's part of the agony of defeat of uh, golf betting, and uh, when you get those players at big odds like that, it's uh, it's crushing when you can't get there when you lose in a playoff. I've had I've cashed seven golf futures tickets this season, uh, four of those at uh, 50, 55, 60, and seventy to one odds. But I've also lost some big ones in a playoff, and I've had uh, eight runner-up finishes this year. So yeah, uh, that's the way it goes a lot of times in golf betting. Uh, you know. Uh, the higher, finish with a bridesmaid once in a while. What's the that? higher the price, the higher the odds, the worse the beat. <laughs> and I credit yeah, Dave for uh, adjusting and uh, as a pro uh, professional better, getting involved with golf uh, later on. But uh, that that one is that one is tough. Dave. Dave's Sorry had a few you. winners. Koken's had a few golf winners this summer. He's had a hot yeah. summer, so he's gonna he's gonna be okay. All right, Dave. Yeah, but but, huh? but still, Owen, I, I'm still I, I hate I hate overtime. It doesn't matter what sport it is. I've been in two playoffs this year and uh-huh. lost them both. Oof. <laughs> All right, let's go to a baseball card tonight. Angels and Yankees. Garrett Cole comes back from the COVID injured list. And uh, Cole has not pitched that great. He's, uh, I would say in the past month, erratic at best. But he's a big favorite tonight against Jose Suarez, the lefty. Total of eight and a half in the Bronx. Uh, DraftKings actually has this total at nine. Uh, Dave, I saw your play, so you, you did not play this game, right? No, if I, if I were going to play this game, I think I'd look at the under. Uh, I expect Cole to come out. Very fired up tonight, uh, as pitchers often do when they're coming off either an injury or, in this situation, uh, uh, just not being able to pitch because of the COVID stuff. And Suarez has been a uh, – there haven't been a lot of nice things going on with the Angels this year, uh, most notably Mike Trout being out for what's turning out to be most of the season. Uh, but Jose Suarez, another one of the young pitchers who seems to be starting to figure things out. And lefties pitching at Yankee Stadium can have some success. So I, I would think if you can find a nine on the game – 
That's not the worst bet of all time. No, you're right. They are betting this game. Uh, they are betting this game under Dave. Actually, we uh, we went to eight and a half. So uh, uh, to your point, in terms hey, uh, of, I just uh, want to ask Dave, yeah. quick, as a Red Sox fan, Dave, are you concerned about how the Yankees have played since the All Star break? They made the made the obvious moves for Gallo and Rizzo. Their offense looks a lot better, and uh, I think the Yankees believe they're a better baseball team now. They look like a better baseball team. I'm more concerned with the Rays because mm-hmm. uh, Tampa Bay is just better than Boston, and they're better than the Yankees too. Uh, I mean, for the Red Sox, hopefully they get to the playoffs and uh, Chris Sale delivers and maybe Ivaldi has a, a, a dominant start. Maybe they can uh, move on, but I think they're going to have to win a one-game elimination because it looks like Tampa's got that division right now. Yeah, I've been speaking of Tampa, 260 favorites today, Dave, eight and a half for this total, and uh, they're minus minus on the uh, on the run line uh, as well, so minus one and a half and uh, about uh, minus a dollar forty. Your thoughts on, on the race, especially now against the Orioles, who've lost 11, uh, 11 in a row again. Yeah, and they're not hitting. And Colin McHugh's not going to go out there for a whole lot of innings in this game. I I suppose he could pitch four or five, uh, but I think they'll be happy if they get three out of him. He's he's in excellent form, uh, and strangely enough, so is Matt Harvey. Uh, Matt Harvey's OPS over the mm-hmm. last month is is below six hundred. Yep. So. You know, you watch him pitch, and it's certainly not the Black Knight of years past with the Mets, but he's getting ahead of hitters. And uh, anybody, any pitcher who gets ahead of hitters uh, is going to more likely get soft contact or maybe a strikeout. And He's been in good form lately, so I did play the under in the game. Um, <laughs> kind of gives you pause to play an under with Matt Harvey involved, but in his current form, I think it's a good play. Yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt Harvey has pitched a, pitched a lot better, but the Orioles have hit yeah. the skids. And it's Harvey and McHugh in that game at the drop tonight, Orioles and uh, Rays. Let's keep it in the American League. Indians and Twins, Cal Quantrill. And uh, he is a dog tonight against the Twins, who Vinny, I think, what, minus 125, minus 130, total of nine and a half? Yeah, they're, uh, it's, uh, this one's uh, right around uh, 20, 25, Matt, and uh, the game uh, being bet under from 10 to nine and a half, yeah. Dave, how are you going to play that? I don't see the starting pitcher listed here for, uh, for the Twins. Who, uh, how are you playing this game tonight, Indians-Twins? I thought it was going to be Jax. Yeah, um, they they're going with Jax, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are going with Jax. Yes. Okay, good. Because I did list the pitchers, Just and Jax, yeah. isn't, Jax isn't real good. Um, he hasn't been terrible, but I, I've watched him pitch, and his stuff seems to be pretty marginal. Uh, Quantrill's on the best roll of his career. Uh, he has been absolutely sensational. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball over the last month. I had him as a dog last time out, and I like following pitchers if I can get them at, at plus money. So I'll come back with Quantrill again here and hope that his – Hot streak continues. I mean, he is, if you look at his numbers over the past month, they're among the best of any pitcher in baseball. He's just not getting any attention because he pitches on a team that's going nowhere and, and doesn't get much attention to begin with. How about the uh, the Astros tonight now? Uh, on the road, opened uh, $1.60, down to $1.50 here at South Point. Dave, uh, Kansas City, uh, despite uh, their woes, uh, they were uh, they were swept at the Cardinals this weekend, but they're getting the betting attention here, total sitting at 10 and I, I did take a piece of the Royals tonight. Um, I like Carlos Hernandez. I, I think of the young pitchers that the Royals have. He's the one that has the best chance to emerge as a frontline starter. I mean, he throws 97. When he's got his command, he's he's really good. Uh, he's got three solid big league level pitches. He doesn't always have his command, and that could be a problem if he doesn't have it tonight against the Astros. But he's in good form right now, and I think worth a chance here. Uh Odorizzi, you never really know what you're going to get. He could be good. He could be bad. Uh, I'm hopeful hopeful that he's on the bad side tonight. Uh, I did take plus about 120 or 115, something like that, in the first five in this game, and uh, we'll see if it holds up. A couple of uh, games down on the rotation, Dave. A's and White Sox. Uh, uh, again, two teams. Uh, well, the White Sox uh, pretty secure in the uh, in the standings in their division, and I think they're trying to they're trying to catch the uh, the Astros for home field. But uh, they're uh, they're dogs tonight. We just went uh, we opened the game A's slight favorites, uh, eight of ten and uh, eight of our last ten. Uh, now we're up to a dollar fourteen. It's like fifteen cents out there total on this one sitting at nine. Yeah, I'm not surprised that there's some money on Oakland because Frankie Montas, who I've blasted in the past for uh, being inconsistent, is right now. Pitching terrific ball. He's got six starts in a row that have been A or B grades. And Dallas Keuchel is the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, if you're looking at the White Sox postseason roster right now, I'm not sure Keuchel is even on the roster. They're not mm-hmm. going to need a fifth starter in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's not a relief pitcher. They've got plenty of bullpen guys. I wouldn't be shocked if Keuchel 
unless he turns things around, gets left off the postseason roster for the White Sox. He's in bad form right now. So I can't disagree with the money on Oakland. Yep, he's drawing the money. All right, let's mm-hmm. finish with uh, two National League games on the West Coast. Fernando Tatis came back yesterday, Dave, and the right. Padres need him. They're 10 back in the division. He hit ten home, or he had two homers yesterday in his return. Ryan, Ryan Weathers against Antonio Senzatella. And uh, right now, Padres about 125. And this total up to 13 tonight at yeah. Coors Field. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I looked at it at 12, and it's like, that might not be the worst overbet of all time. And David uh, David Weathers, that's his father. Ryan Weathers uh, is is not pitching well. He's having he's having a tough time with his command. He's either missing or is in the middle of the plate. That's a bad place to be, and he's been getting ripped. Sensatella's uh, he's the back end of the Colorado rotation, which has actually been a bright spot for the Rockies this year. But Sensatella is still a pretty ordinary pitcher, and he can get blown up in a hurry. So I think the value is gone from this now. I wouldn't play it at 13. But for those who got in there at 12, I think they might have made a good bet on the over. How would you handicap the National League MVP race right now, Dave? Uh, despite three trips to the uh, injured list, I think I'd go with Tatis. I would too. Yeah. Especially yeah. the way he's he comes just... out of it. And I love the move to put him in the outfield. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to stay there, by the way. I don't think you'll see him back at shortstop. He's he's really, he's just not a great shortstop. He'll make spectacular plays every now and then, but he's got an erratic arm. And uh, given the fact that he's probably going to need shoulder surgery anyway, yeah. um, I, I, I think it's time to consider moving him to center field mm-hmm. uh, on a permanent basis next year. Yeah, I've said the same thing. He'll make some spectacular plays at shortstop, but then look at the uh, error total. Yeah. And uh, he's not an efficient shortstop. All right. Uh, how about Mets and Giants today? The Mets get uh, ripped last night, 14-4. to They go to the West Coast with Rich Hill as a starter against Kevin Gossman. And Gossman not peaking right now. He's not no. pitching his best baseball. But he's a big favorite right around the 220 range, total of 8.5. Uh, Mets, Giants, and San Francisco. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a – a guy who likes to lay runs lines, uh, like one and a half. I, I just, to me, if you're going to go runs line, you have more value on taking plus one and a half uh, with a dog. But I don't want the Mets here. Uh, Rich Hill, you know, he's marginal at this point. If he's got his curveball working, he can still be tough. Uh, he's got nothing else. Gossman has not. You're right. He's he's certainly not pitching at the level he was early in the season. But he's got the much better team behind him. I think it's time we all realize the Giants aren't a fluke. They're just a really good baseball team, and mm-hmm. Gabe Kapler is going to be the manager of the year unless they fall apart in the last month of the season. Uh, they're already over their win total for the year. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's mid-August, and they've already gone over their win total. That tells you how good the Giants have been this year. They should win this ball game. I can't make a good argument for the dog. 76 wins for the Giants, and Vinny, I think, uh, here at the South Point, what, close 75 or 75 and a half? 74 and a half. 74 and a half yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Easy, right? Uh, that's crazy. Come full circle here in this segment, Dave, in the last 30 seconds. If Shohei Otani didn't play one more game for the Angels, is he the MVP in the American League considering what he's done as a two-way player? Probably, although I think you'll get some argument from the Guerrero fans. Uh, but, yeah, I think I'd go with Otani. Unfortunately, he's not done playing yet. Right. <laughs> We're going to see him for the rest of the year. Mike Trout might be dumb, but not Shohei Otani. That's Smoking Dave Koken at Dave Koken on Twitter. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. You got it, guys. See you, bud. All right. Always great to uh, have Dave Koken break down baseball. I call him Mr. Baseball, but now he's Mr. Golf this summer. These guys, what what an addition. Very nice. Vinny and I will talk NFL preseason and uh, look ahead to week one when we come back. Any questions on deadline? Joining me today is Allison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, "You've already won me over." Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me, like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to Twenty Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. Bro. If you have not heard, the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot. It's also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our College of Pro Football Betting Guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your College Betting Guide for 20 bucks or start your free all-access trial today at vcin.com slash subscribe. And there's the cover of the College Football Betting Guide. Bryce Young, quarterback for Alabama. Spencer Rattler, Quarterback for the Sooners and Clemson quarterback DJ Benny. Go ahead. We Exactly. Is that, is that it? VSEN experts preview all 130 teams, and uh, it's been rave reviews really for the college football betting guide. And right I now, still a good job with that. Well done. Uh, right now, we're working on the VSEN pro football betting guide. Should be out in about a week or so. Um, but anyway, go to vcin.com slash subscribe to get that. I'm, I'm working on that tonight as well as a column for Point Spread Weekly tomorrow on the rookie quarterbacks and uh, much more. The fast food top 50 power ranking is going to be out tomorrow too, Vinny. Top 50? Top 50. You bumped it, right? It used yeah, to be yeah. 20, right? Yeah, 25. Up to 50. 25 up to 50. It's all Strong. about expansion like the well, SEC. Obviously. So your polls definitely determine more than – I did power ratings. I actually have a power ratings formula for fast food franchises. 
And uh, the results are going to be announced on Follow the Money tomorrow morning at 4, right around 4.30 a.m. if you happen to be up. I'll be up. Do you wake up early? Yes, I do. Figured. Every day. Okay. Every day I wake up early. You know, sometimes a little, you know, 4, yeah, some 4, 15, 4.30, and then if I sleep in, it's 5.30. 5.30 sleeping in? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I usually stay open uh, awake all night. Anyway, Cowboys and Bucks. And the Cowboys seem to be getting a little bit of good news here. Dak Prescott's shoulder, he was shut down. Looks like uh, I think he's been cleared to uh, resume throwing, mm-hmm. and we're going to see him back. But uh, this number ticked up, Vinny. Week one of the season, mm-hmm. uh, the Buccaneers now seven-point favorites at uh, pretty much every spot you're going to find. And uh, did you see a little move, uptick on the Buccaneers, a little action on the Bucs? I know a couple sharp guys who hit the Bucs at minus six, thinking that, mm-hmm. hey, Dak Prescott's shoulder injury might be – uh, something that keeps him out of that season opener. And if, if that's the case, six is going to be a bargain line if it's Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush, a quarterback for the Cowboys. Yeah, their uh, their quarterback depth chart is not quite uh, uh, as, as strong as some of the others that we talked about last week, Matt. And, again, we've got those available as well. Uh, in uh, uh, And I know you'll put them in, in the betting guide, but uh, we've got them at, uh, at vcin.com. But we're up to seven here, and we've been at seven for a little while now. We use six and a half to open it, Matt, in anticipation. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers, defending champs, first game of the season. Don't forget, that's a Thursday night game on September 9th. And, uh, tech, you know, we, we see the – even though the Cowboys are a very public team, uh, the Buccaneers became a public team last year when Sprady joined them, and especially that, that run they made. Uh, and late in the season and through the playoffs. So, look, you know what? The thing about it is uh, the home team will – it's not surprising the home team is getting the betting attention so far here. Buccaneers have already been upset, Vinny. Six-point favorites, biggest favorites in week one of the preseason, <laughs> upset by the Bengals, 19-14. Tom Brady played just a little bit, cameo appearance, one for two for nine mm-hmm. yards. He took a sack. Uh, but the Bucks quarterbacks looked pretty bad in that game they didn't look against good. the Bengals. But, again, it's preseason week one, and who cares? Um, but it looks like uh, you're going to see more action on the Buccaneers' side of that game against the Cowboys until we know Dak Prescott's mm-hmm. going to play for sure, right? Yeah. Why would, you, why would you bet the Cowboys right now? Unless you had some information that said, oh, Dak's going to be fine. But I don't know how you could know that because once he comes back and starts throwing, he, he might – have a recurring problem in that shoulder. They might have to shut him down again. So why, why would yeah. you bet the Cowboys right now? Well, because the other part is, if you think it's going to, if you think seven is the peak, you might try to grab seven, right? And, and that he is going to play. But if, unless you do know, but nobody. I mean, knows. that's he that's just know, it. So right? he's supposed to come back today and start working out. He, you know, I guess his uh, the latest MRI showed he, he, quote unquote healing progress. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, he's got to get under under center. He's got to start working. He's not going to get hit. Not going to see him in in uh, in the third preseason mm-hmm. game. By the way, uh, we were talking in, in the very beginning uh, today, Matt, uh, about what's dress rehearsal week anymore. I asked Michael Lombardi uh, of uh, the Lombardi line here on Vsin that question last week. He still believes that week three will be dress rehearsal week, even though uh, right. uh, there's not a. Uh, a fourth uh, exhibition game this year. Well, I, I think for some coaches, maybe like Sean McVay of the Rams, there will be no dress rehearsal week. Because we know that Stafford is not, not going ever going to okay. take a snap in the preseason. Aaron Rodgers, Packers probably not going to have a dress probably rehearsal week, either. right? Yeah. But you see the other regulars more, maybe uh, some of the other regulars more. There's one more game in week one we have to talk about that uh, concerns a quarterback, and that's Carson Wentz of the Colts, Seahawks, Colts. We'll talk about that and uh, more NFL preseason when we come back. From the OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, start winning with up to the second info you need. A lot of information you can get there at OddsTrader.com. Benning, let's talk uh, more week one Seahawks and Colts. Now, the Seahawks were sleepwalking against the Raiders in the preseason game Saturday night in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. No surprise. I, I said last week that was going to happen. It was your the, best bet. One of your best bets yeah, was the Raiders, yeah, man. Good yeah. call. Uh, Raiders, no Russell Wilson. 
And that was with Marcus Mariota. When I found out Nathan Peterman was uh, going to be a starter, I wasn't thrilled with that. But I said, well, the Seahawks are still going to be no-shows mm-hmm. in this game, so I'll hope for the best. And Peterman actually played pretty well uh, for the most part. And, uh, again, Peterman in that game for the Raiders, I think uh, the numbers 29 of 38, 246 yards. And that's the whole game. Seven win. The Seahawks were without Dwayne Brown, their best offensive lineman. Uh, you, you don't have him out there to tackle, and then Jamal Adams is not out there on defense. And uh, Pete Carroll, who typically likes to win in the preseason, was not going to take that game seriously. That was no surprise. Uh, but week one's going to be a different story. Will they have Dwayne Brown and Jamal Adams back at that point? Will the Colts have Carson Wentz back? I, I find it hard to believe it's a very aggressive timeline that after foot surgery he's mm-hmm. going to be back for week one. I know you're skeptical as well. Yesterday, if you watched the Colts, uh, the two quarterbacks, Sam Ellinger, Jacob Eason, and Eason got to start. Ellinger is a six-round rookie out of Texas. I thought Ellinger played a little bit better. And uh, I thought that because he adds a different element to the offense, and that's mobility. He can run a little bit, and when things break down, Sam Ellinger can make plays. You saw that when he was uh, with the Longhorns. Yeah, and I, I, I liked Frank Reich's uh, comments, though, about uh, his quarterbacks uh, in their first preseason game this week. He said that I'm sure they'll uh, realize a lot of things once they watch the film and they get out of the film room. Mm-hmm. So that tells you what uh, what he thought about. No, you, 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 they, they weren't playing great by no. any means, and I think the Colts got to be concerned. And you've sure. seen you've seen a shift in this uh, this yeah. line, obviously, with uh, the thinking that Carson Wentz is not going to be back as Colts. Well, Matt, let's remember Ryan Kelly, their center. Uh, he's yeah. he, he's Quentin out. Nelson. Quentin Nelson has the same injury as uh, as Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. So let's let's retrace this. When we posted these numbers back in May, Matt, for Week One, we had the Colts as two and a half point favorites, and we had a suspended uh, when the injury occurred Fourth uh, of July weekend, uh, right around Fourth of July, July third. August 9th, we reposted with the Colts. I mean, sorry, the Seahawks is three and a half point favorites. Well, then, oh, now Carson Wentz is probably going to play in week one. They took three and a half. Uh, it's a matter of taking the number mm-hmm. right there with it. We went to three, sat at three for a little bit. We're back to, uh, got as low as one when he made the announcement, I'm planning on playing in, in, in week one. I'm targeting week one. Uh, right now, the uh, Seahawks are two and a half point favorites here. Total uh, sitting at 48. But yeah, I think you have to be concerned. Uh, you know, as a as a fan, as a ticket holder, if you have him for the division and things like that, Matt, um, is he going to be back? Yeah, he's going to be back. Whether or not he and his uh, uh, his line mates uh, are going to be back for that uh, for that week one is it remains to be seen. It's highly questionable. And listen, let's face it: whether it's his plant foot uh, or not, the thing about Carson Wentz we know is he doesn't he's not averse to mm-hmm. to, to tucking the ball uh, under his arm and, right. and, and taking off. You know, so. It's uh, it's well, certainly if you're gonna return yeah. play in an NFL game. You got to be a hundred. You got to be a hundred percent, and so uh, especially with your feet. Yeah. Uh, all right. So where did you open the Seahawks Colts initially? Initially, opened the Colts as two and a half. So we got favorites. a five point move. The Seahawks yeah. minus two and right a half. Right now, the Seahawks, as of today, at this moment on the air at Vsin, two and a half for the visiting Seahawks. It's gonna be a fluid situation with these teams yes. too to see uh, who comes back for the Colts. Uh, if Dwayne Brown, if Jamal Adams are going to be out there for the Seahawks, there's a lot of things to watch here. Mm-hmm. It, it appears that there's some disharmony with the Seahawks. Yes, it man. Does. Like, let's face it, we saw it last year with Russell Wilson. He didn't, you know, turn it into a you know full blown circus. But there was a lot more harmony a few years back with Pete Carroll uh, and and winning and creates his team. harmony, Vinny. Well, winning creates there's harmony. no doubt about it. It does. When everybody's getting paid. Well, they're all getting paid, but I guess they're not getting paid what they want to get paid. Look at the defense. You know, especially look at the secondary. The Seattle secondary was kind of like the leader, the leading group of that team, and Mm -hmm. all those guys are basically gone uh, now, so it's a different Seahawks team. All right, recap the best and worst of the NFL preseason after one week. Uh, I think you start with the worst, and um, Mike McCarthy again. Uh, Just poor game manager. He just seems like he is uh, clueless out there at times. We're in a fog. I think Dan Campbell of the Lions is going to be a problem this year. You know, we've watched Vic Fangio mismanage games for the Broncos the last couple of years. I don't think Dan Campbell has a clue how to manage a game. Uh, but beyond that, let's look at the quarterbacks and um, the new quarterbacks. And we'll recap their performances. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. We'll throw Jordan Love in there, too, second-year quarterback for the Packers. Uh, Everybody's auditioning for a starting job aside from Jordan Love. 
Uh, but let's go with uh, Trey Lance. He had an 80-yard touchdown pass in his debut, but he was 5 for 14, Vinny, and he took four sacks. It's one thing we don't have on that graphic. You can't mm-hmm. hold on to the ball right. in the NFL. Trey Lance took four sacks. He's not ready. I thought you saw some potential, but he's not ready. Uh, Justin Fields, 14 for 20, 142 yards. He had 33 on the ground. He lost a fumble. He got off to a poor start, but he rebounded and looked really good in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac Jones, I really liked the way he looked uh, last he was good. Uh, Thursday against Washington, right? Mm-hmm. 13 for 19, 87 Efficient. yards. The stats aren't going to blow you away, but he looked like he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He had a, a TD pass. It would have been a TD pass that was dropped. So Trevor Lawrence, 6 for 9, 71 yards. There were some things not to like about Trevor Lawrence in his debut. Zach Wilson for the Jets. They looked pretty good. Six for nine, 63 yards. We're going to see more of these guys, obviously, in week two. You don't want to overreact any first impression you see from a rookie quarterback, but mm-hmm. it's just something to take a look at. We finally get to see these guys in live fire. Well, yeah, uh, I'm with you, Matt. I think uh, as far as Jordan Love goes, and again, he was supposed to to, to play at least uh, or into the third quarter, obviously, uh uh, the injury uh, kind of you know curtailed that, but he should have been the most comfortable because he had he's been around the system mm-hmm. much longer, right? Um, I think uh, Fields looked good, although I think uh, I think uh, wasn't it announced today that uh, uh, the Red Rifle is going to be the starter. Well, uh, Matt Nagy has know, said that all I mean, along that but, Andy Dalton's going to be the starter, but you, if yeah. you think about it. He's in I, trouble. That Bears I, offensive line is not very good, I, yeah. and that Rams pass rush is going to be in Dalton's no face. Doubt. He can't run away from it. No, no doubt Fields about it. Fields can run away from it. Matt Nagy doesn't uh, mm-hmm. make all the right moves as a Bears coach. I still think, yeah, it's probably going to be the Red Rifle starting in week one. At least uh, to start the game in uh, in week one. But I, I'm with you. I thought Fields did a good Could job. Could be a quick move to Fields yeah. in the first month of the season. Mac Jones, very efficient. I thought Could Trevor Lawrence. Could be a quick move to Mac Jones away from Camden. Yeah. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson looked the most comfortable when he was on the move. Yeah. And Trevor Lawrence, I still want to see some more. Uh, he looked a little deer in the headlights, which is understandable. You're a Jets guy. You're going to like watching Zach Wilson. He's a really accurate passer on the run. On the run, yeah, yeah. but you, you you still need a pocket presence. as a All player. right, we come back. We'll wrap it up with uh, baseball betting here on v the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, dance. With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRiver Sportsbook is an industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports and some payouts and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available as well at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. BetRivers.com is where you find it. All right, Vinny, uh, let's talk baseball tonight. And by the way, I have a tweet here about Roberto Clemente. I think uh, you are aware of this. We were just talking about him earlier in the show today. And Clemente, uh, note passed on by Jen Mill Phil on Twitter, his 3,000th hit in the final game of 1972 was off the rookie of the year. Do you know who that was? In 72? Yeah. Was it John Matlack? John Matlack. Nice job, Vinny. There you go, buddy. Jim Mill, Phil, that's for you, buddy. Nice job, buddy. John Matlack. Lefty for the Mets. Yep. I do remember John Matlack. All right, let's start with uh, the Mets and Giants tonight. You want to do that? Did you watch the uh, Mets get bombed by the Dodgers 14-4 to last night? I did. I did watch it, man. That's, uh, yeah, because I was waiting for SportsCenter to come on. It would... (laughs) As a, as a Mets fan, brutal. do you have a sinking feeling that this team at one game over 500 is not going to be able to get it back together? You know, let, let me let me. It's, it's interesting you bring it up because you say, well, "How can you be a fan?" You, you, we're a different kind. Of, we, we we all grew up as fans. We all started out as fans, and you can still be a fan, but you got to be objective, right? You know, and, and you grew up in the shadows of Shea Stadium, I believe, right? Uh, no, not quite. I was okay. actually uh, in in Brooklyn, but uh, it, it was it was it was close <laughs> enough. Uh, and then uh, onto Long Island, but uh, it was an easy ride. But the uh, you the, went to a lot of Mets games as a kid. Or? Oh my God! Yeah. I went, yeah, I went to Mets games a lot. I went to Yankee Stadium too. I went. And, you know, there was a baseball game in New York every night mm-hmm. because you know, very, you know, they usually one's when one's in town, the other's away. This is when you were a kid. This was what 1930s? What you say? Easy. Right. Easy. No. Yeah, you got to add a couple of. Uh, you got to add some more decades. <laughs> I tell you one thing. I did though. <laughs> I got old when I was when I was old enough to drive. I'd go and. Uh, after the seventh inning stretch, I didn't sit down because I was at Yankee Stadium. I wound up at Yonkers. If I was at Shea Stadium, I wound up at Roosevelt Raceway. <laughs> so I'd get there for the uh, uh, for the late uh, late races. But you know, Matt, if yeah, if if you look at the Mets, you've got to be concerned. But it, it just it it was tenuous all year with their lead, right? Philly was playing awful defense. The Braves, you knew they were going to turn things around because of the way they can hit. Uh, and the Mets. Their hitting has not been good. I mean, their hitting has been atrocious. Their injury list, and, and that's another thing I think that gets overlooked in all sports. Pay attention to medical staffs and training staffs. So somebody's, this has been chronic with the Mets over the last several mm-hmm. years when you, when you look at it. So we, we could talk about all these players and, and free agents and all these signings and everything like that, but 
I got to tell you, what doesn't get looked at enough, I think, by uh, in, in a lot of sports is the is the training and medical staffs for the team. But when it's this chronic, you, you got to start looking at that. So that said, uh, yeah, I think there should be concern uh, for uh, for Med fans uh, uh, because uh, they've they've you know. It, you're not going to win. You're not getting in as a wild card team. The wild card is not going to come out of the NL East, so it's going to come out of the West, and then to Central. It should be. A, it's a long shot to come out of the East. So the winner, you want to, you want to get to the playoffs. You got to win the division. I know that uh, Steve Cohen, right, the new owner of the Mets. Yeah. Was trying to do the right thing, but that Francisco Lindor contract oh, is going to be a problem. Well, Matt. I think, uh, you know, it, it goes back before. And he inherited this thing. Uh, I, you know, uh, they, they didn't get Girardi. They let Wheeler go. Uh, didn't make an, enough of a play for Rice Harper, uh, Bryce Harper. Uh, but 10-year ten ten contracts. Didn't make a deal for Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant, you know. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, they got Javi Baez. He's on the uh, – and he's hurt now, too. So there you go. That'll, you know, the curse. There's a lingering curse from the Will They did get Rich Hill. They picked him up from the. Uh, and he's the going tonight, Matt. Rich and Hill he's, is uh, going to start tonight. That's yeah. a big dog against Kevin Gossman. And uh, we talked about this with Smoking Dave Koken. Gossman, uh, not in peak form right now. Over the past four starts and 20 innings, he's allowed 11 earned runs. But this is a negative situation for the Mets tonight after uh, mm-hmm. getting blown out in Sunday night baseball. You go from the East Coast to the West, and uh, you play the first place Giants. Uh, I'm not going to play this. I'm priced out of this game at uh, some yeah. spots right now as high as um, 235 on yeah. the Giants. We're going to get there, Matt. We're at uh, 220 right now. That's a 50 okay. cent move uh, off the opener with the, with the, this game. And then uh, the game bet over from eight to eight and a half. And uh, yeah, the Giants uh, on the run line getting played too. Every, every parlay's got the Giants in it. No surprise. What do you have on Pirates Dodgers tonight? And uh, Dodgers obviously big favorites. Total of nine or yeah. nine and a half, depending where you look. Yeah. The uh, the uh, uh, how about this? So the Dodgers have yet to announce a pitcher. They're going with Johnny Undecided right now. Johnny Holstaff. Yeah, and uh, he's up to two sixty. Uh, you know, he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's <laughs> he's two fifty <laughs> up to two sixty. Uh, but again, you look at the, look at it's the Pirates, right? They've lost ten of eleven. Um, mm-hmm. The Dodgers have played terrific baseball, Matt. Uh, in in the last two weeks, they can't gain any ground on the Giants. I mean, they're still four back at a, of the right. Giants. The Giants just uh, they don't lose. Uh, but uh, the Dodgers up to two sixty, Matt nine over for the total, and uh, you got uh, the uh, minus minus. On the uh, on the run line, you know, as Vinny well. had nice some books. We don't talk about this much, but uh, you know, at Circa Westgate, you got pitchers listed. Like right here, we have the uh, baseball sheet, and it, it, uh, yeah, pitchers going to be listed on it. Pitchers mm-hmm. going to be listed on the board. Uh, they're not going to be sometimes on the overnights, but mm-hmm. uh, the the Westgate doesn't put up pitchers at all. The Westgate Superbook just any bet you make is action. That's what we do. Yeah, and that's the same way here. Right. You know, Circa Matt, puts up the pitchers, and you can list the pitchers, and books are going to handle that. They're going to handle a different matter. And it was a choice this year that uh, uh, Chris uh, uh, Chris uh, approved in uh, and went with because it was too confusing to so many people, especially with openers. And starters and and things like that. A lot of pitching changes. Double headers were were, uh, were very confusing to folks. So we tried it this year with the simple thought of this: a, if if which professionals don't necessarily like it, but professionals have other outs. And if you want to list a pitcher, you go find it. Yeah, I like to list a pitcher. Um, that's what I say if, I, if yeah. I'm betting on a pitcher, I want to list them, and uh, yep. that's where I'm going to make the bet. And yeah. and, I, and I get it, and I understand mm-hmm. that. Uh, but you also have a pretty good idea, I think, of who the listed pitcher. You you can see who the listed pitchers are. Mm-hmm. You're going to probably make that play, reg- you know, one way or the other. And it, but the thing about it is this: it's just like other sports. If there's a – we're talking about football here, right? So week one where the the, the Cowboys are now seven-point dogs, okay? If Prescott doesn't go and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to ten or more, well, you're going you're gonna to get the Buccaneers at minus seven. Yeah. Or you had the, you know, the unfortunate luck of getting the Cowboys at plus, plus the seven. So you get the price at the time of your bet. That was the, uh, the logic behind that this year. How about the total tonight in the Padres-Rockies game? Fernando Tatis back in the lineup for the Padres. Ryan Weathers, Antonio Sensatella. And uh, we have not seen a total higher than this this season, have we? 13, Matt. Have we had a 13 and a half or a 14? I thought we had a couple earlier on where we did uh, touch 13 and a half and 14. But, uh, yeah, it opened 12. So uh, now it's uh, 13. Uh, It's shaded to the under at 15 cents. But, uh, nonetheless, 13 for this total tonight. And the uh, Padres, 
They're betting the uh, Rockies here, Matt, uh, from dollar uh, thirty-five for the Padres now down to a quarter. So they're taking the uh, taking the home dog here. All right, let's go to the American League, and uh, we will start with uh, the Astros. They're off a loss yesterday to the Angels, mm-hmm. and still on the road. Joe, Jake Odorizzi, a favorite against Carlos Hernandez in Kansas City. Another, and Dave Koken pointed this out. Another dog getting some betting attention here. Matt opened the Astros a uh, dollar sixty, and now they sit as a dollar fifty. The total on this one sitting at ten ten over to start. Now ten under. And uh, the Strohs, uh, the uh, run lines pick them in this one, Matt. Minus a dime, both sides. A's White Sox going to be a good one. Frankie Montas, a pitcher in mm-hmm. better form. It looks like uh, he was getting some of the action today against Dallas Keuchel, the lefty uh, for the White Sox. So on the south side, it's uh, A's White Sox. And the uh, total is nine. The White Sox dropped two in a row to the Yankees. Yeah, they did, uh, Matt. And they've lost four of five. I think the one, uh, the one game in those uh, last five they won was the uh, Field of Dreams game uh, against the Yankees. So, uh, A's have been pretty hot, winning 8 of 10. They're getting the betting attention. I think both of those trends are probably contributing to this uh, right now. The A's up to $1.17. We did open them as dime favorites. Total on this one sitting at 9. And uh, the A's uh, plus 35 on the run line. All right, Shohei Otani had one bad night in the Bronx uh, this season. That's really... Only really bad start he had was he, he was knocked out in the first inning. I thought he was squeezed by the home plate umpire in that game, and things mm. uh, didn't go his way, obviously. But he's not starting tonight. But the Angels and Yankees are going to make up a game in the Bronx. Jose Suarez, a lefty against Garrett Cole, who's yeah. off the COVID list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole's been out well, it was at least 10 days. Uh, close to two weeks, but he comes back as a big favorite tonight. Yeah, another game running, Matt, uh, and uh, we just went to 285 off the 230 opener total on this one, going from nine to eight and a half. I know it's cold pitching, but the way the Yankees uh, bats have come alive, too, uh, of late. Uh, but, at, uh, you, you know, betting, uh, betting the Yankee game under is uh, is a little uh, kind of uh, kind of ambitious, but uh, that's yeah. uh, that's where it's at right now. Yankees big favorites here. Uh, Garrett Cole been a little bit of a disappointment yeah. uh, this season. We'll see uh, if he's better after uh, 10 days off. His arm should be fresh tonight. His arm's going to be think. live. You know, he's going to be popping it up there at close to triple digits tonight. Uh, so I'm not going to play that game. Uh, you know, if you bet the Yankees, you got to lay a run and a half at minus 140. Uh, I don't, I'm not crazy about this baseball betting card. I'm going to watch a lot of these games. As of right now, I don't have a bet. On the yeah. card. Well, you want to look at this. You probably keep track of the Yankee, right? This is a makeup game, Matt, uh, and they, they've got a series coming up with the the Red Sox uh, starting tomorrow. And the Yankees got to find a way to beat the Red Sox, which hasn't happened much this season. No. But right now, uh, Yankees five and a half games back in the American League East. And um, are you in the camp of Dave Koken and the rest of the Rays? are going to win that division? They just find a way, Matt. And and they, and they beat the Yankees and the Red Sox head-to-head. It's tough to go against no them. No stars on that team. No. On that Tampa Bay no. team. And you know what? They just get it done. They play hey, baseball. Paul Gutierrez, the Raiders reporter for ESPN and Smoking Dave Koken. That's a wrap for my guys in the desert. Up next, it's uh, Gil Alexander, Danny Burke on uh, VSIN. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandra. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. 
I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 